Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Oh, I just uh, let me read it out for those who missed it today. Uh, a tattoo lover has claimed she was sacked 30 minutes into her dream job because of the ink uh, visible on her hands and neck. Claire Shepard from Swansea said she has even received abuse over the tattoos and her family hate them. But despite all of that, she said she's going to get more. She said she's already spent 3000 on the designs, which include stars on her neck, a bird escaping from a cage and intricate patterns on her hands and arms. Now, she did work in B&M for a long time, uh, but she said she went for an interview and uh, she got the job, more or less was given the job. And Claire said her 30 minute phone interview went well and she was offered the job. But there was a clause saying tattoos had to be covered up. She said to double check, it was okay. I rang the boss up and then she retracted the job offer there and then saying they wouldn't be able to employ me. So in other words, I had a job for a half an hour. I was so horrified, I posted on Facebook and then it just blew up and the story went everywhere. After a couple of days, they offered me the job back, but I didn't take it. Anyway, I don't know. I wouldn't offer you the job back, Claire, in fairness, uh, just because they put it up on Facebook. Anyway, she said uh, company policies like that are out of date and unfair, uh, given that stores have thousands of customers walking through their doors with tattoos. I don't agree with you there either, Claire, because of the greatest respect to you. If you're walking through the door... Um, you know, it doesn't matter what you look like walking through the door, you're still served as a customer. But you wouldn't walk, like, you wouldn't stand behind a counter looking the way some people walk through the front door of a shop. You know what I mean? Some people walk through the front door of a shop in their pyjamas, like they could just get up out of bed. But you wouldn't go to work like that. So to suggest that you're comparing yourself with the customers is ridiculous. But anyway, um, Claire had told how she faces stereotypes and is judged by strangers and how her parents hate her tattoos. They shake their heads when she comes home with a new one. Uh, she also has to deal with uh, pointed or cruel comments from people on the street or those she meets for the first time. What I want to talk about today basically is tattoos in general. Would you make a snap judgment on somebody based on uh, more so visible tattoos? Neck, hands. You know, people have tattoos that are covered usually by their clothes unless they're away and they're on a beach somewhere. Would you refuse to hire somebody if they had very visible tattoos? A recent survey found 60% of employers said they would be less likely to employ somebody with visible tattoos or piercings and said they would have a lower opinion of these people. Now, think about this logically, right? If 60% of employers in a survey said we are less likely to hire somebody with a tattoo as a young person, why would you put yourself into that category of the 60% and be at a disadvantage? Huh? Why? Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087-188-0008. I want to know, can you understand why 60% of employers might not want to hire somebody with a visible tattoo? Pauline, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Pauline? Hi, you not. Yeah, I do understand. Well, okay, you do understand. And why, do. why do you understand? Well, I don't know. I, I have nothing. I'm not an artist. I can't draw nothing. But I do appreciate art and some of the tattoos are magnificent. But can you imagine putting somebody on a reception desk for at a, let's say, I don't know, cosmetics counter in a store with love written across their knuckles, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's a just, war. <laughs> or, 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 I don't know, what else, whatever else to do. I don't have any tattoos, but I do. I love them on other people, but once they're discreet, you know right, what I mean? okay. But I've seen them where they come up over people's collars, where they've got these big rubber things in their ears. Like, it's what I to express their, their artistic uh, appreciation, I guess. But I watched a documentary one night, and I wish I could remember more about the details, where they walked up to people on the street and asked them, do you have difficulty in getting a job? And these were people who had tattoos and what do you call those things? And they put them in the rear with the ear out. Oh, yeah, it's like a, big, like a big hole in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks yeah. like a stopper. Pierce. What, they, what are they called, Ashley? They're called a window, She's, I believe. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. Anyway, they loads of them, that their ears were hanging down onto their, their collarbones. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But they asked them. Do you have difficulty? And they all had difficulty, and, and it's because of what they. So here's, uh, here's my thinking: if it mm. creates difficulty for a young person to get a job, unless it's in one of those trendy stores, you know that that yeah. likes that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Why would they put themselves at a disadvantage of employment by doing it? I don't think people realise that they are because you see many people afterwards. I've met many people, and they'd show me their tattoo and tell me, "I'm going to get rid of that one because the situation has changed," or. They broke up in the relationship. I met one woman recently. She had her ex-husband's name right across the back. And it's there forever. She has to get rid of it now. So I don't know. 
you know, the, these people regret doing these these things, but I do love them. I love little tiny ones, you know what I mean? Um, mm. Or very artistic ones, but not that are are, are visible. Yeah, like a little, a little rose on your back or your shoulder or something. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, something discreet. They are lovely, but I have a birthmark, so I never want it. Yeah, wouldn't, and now you were saying they're lovely. They, they don't appeal to me. Um, but, I, you know, I've seen tattoos on, on models, say, for mm. example. These, you know, models on catwalks and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and there is something artistic looking about it. But I'm saying to myself, they're not always going to be 20-year-old models. At no, some point, I they're going to be 40-year-old women. Them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like, and when they're 90, like, they're going to be looking down at the, I don't know, <laughs> coming up their legs. Yeah, the tattoo they had on their chest is now now at their knees. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, gravity uh, kicks in. <laughs> but I do, I do. I have to say, I love art, but I can't draw. So I really do. When I look at them, I think they're absolutely fascinating, some of them. But yeah, but if you like them, art, why not get a canvas and a paintbrush? I mean, why would you have to put yeah. it, and you can keep it forever by putting a frame on it. Why would, yeah, you, why would you want to put it in your body? Yeah, but sometimes people do it for sentimental reasons because some, somebody, not necessarily a, a companion or a partner, but somebody in the family that they love and want to remember. People have different ways of showing the feelings and emotions. So from that perspective, but don't make it obvious. Like I've seen where they come up people's necks under their chin and when they have a shirt and tie on them, they just look like shouldn't have bothered, you know. Yeah, well, stay there because I want to go to Angela and Keith. Just stay there for a second, Pauline. Angela, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Angela? Hi, Mel. How are you? Do you think there's anything kind of unprofessional, you know, in the workplace about having, you know, stars on your hand or even something nice like a snake on your hand or up your neck? Is there anything wrong with that? Totally. <laughs> right, okay. So you wouldn't hire, if you, if you were in a position of hiring people, you wouldn't hire somebody with that, would you? No, I wouldn't because we, um, we were in a restaurant. And um, the the manager, she was actually the manager, um, but she she was our server, and um, she had the big earrings, she had nose piercing, chin piercing, hair all over the place, looked like a total goth, Doc Martens, the whole lot, and I was like, it just looks so unprofessional. Okay. You know, I just I I didn't like it. There, there, you know, there was no uniform. There was no. no yeah, was it a trend? What type of restaurant was it? Was it a fast food joint, or was it a trendy restaurant, or was it a, no, a posh restaurant, expensive it's restaurant? Really, it's, it's, you know what I mean. It's it's a, a really good restaurant, beautiful food, you know, and everybody else was fine. But she just stood out from the crowd, and I was I I. I, I won't say I was uncomfortable, but that's all I was looking at when she when she was coming over or walking by. It was like, you know, it was really in your face. But you see, her argument to you would be, "What business is it of yours? What well, if what difference does it make if I have got a you know a piercing or if I have got a, a rose up my neck or something like that? What difference does it make to you? Now because people do it to get attention if they do it that that yeah, like she, you know. She's meant to be, and and don't get me wrong, but she's meant to be there, you know, um, uh, to, to serve me. That's her name. She's a waitress. She's a service. She's a server, so she provides a service for the night. And I just wasn't comfortable with it. You know, it'd be the same with a receptionist. Can you imagine walking into the Shelburne and somebody had tattoos up their neck and piercings all over them? Well, I don't and, know. I haven't, I haven't been to the Shelburne recently, but maybe there is somebody with tattoos. I don't know. No, there's not. We were there in December. Well, okay, well, you might not spot okay. them. But I don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if any company... I, I would imagine they can't have a policy in relation to it because it would be considered, you know, to be kind of under employment law, to be legal. But I'm pretty sure, unconsciously, when they're hiring people, according to the survey, uh, most companies, uh, according to the survey, 60% of employers said they would be less likely to hire somebody with tattoos. Well, actually, Niall, I, I think there's a thing in the Gardaí and the prison officers that you're I, not allowed as to far as that. I know, yeah. Well, you're not even allowed to have a beard as a guard unless you get I permission. I was just about to say, yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to have a beard. Unless you get permission. So, I think you have to get permission. Well, maybe that's not the case now, but I remember years ago, you had to have permission to ha- to grow a beard. Yeah, there's still, there's still some, some kind of legislation there. Again, Ashling, Ashling, will you do that? Just give me a favour, have a look there on Garda Shea Are they allowed to have visible tattoos or beards? As far as I know, they have to get permission to have a beard. Yeah. You know, but... Now, when Ashley said she's seen a guard, she did see a guard with a tattoo. Sorry? 
They're allowed to have a bear belly or be obese, but why aren't they allowed to have? <laughs> quite a few of them. Quite a few of them are as well, by the way. But mm. <laughs> <laughs> stay there for a second, both of you who are essentially judging people with tattoos. Let me go to Keith. Keith, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Keith? No, I wasn't correct. You think it's pure discrimination? I, I think it is discrimination, and a lot of people uh, automatically think then there's an element of delinquency with people with tattoos, and I don't agree with it. Um, at all. Look, I mean, if that girl is working in a restaurant and she's a waitress, not a server, and she's got tattoos on her, as long as she's doing her job properly and the tattoos aren't affecting how she delivers somebody's water or their meal, what difference does it make? There, it does there, make a difference. That's the point. And no matter what way you want to be around well, the how, about how, it, how does it, it make makes a difference, difference though? Because you're in a profession, you're in the hospitality or, or the food service industry, you don't expect, you just don't, I mean, I don't know how to put it really, because I don't want to sound as if I, I would deliberately hurt a person's feelings over, but you do not want somebody, for example, you walked into your doctor's surgery and you come out with tattoos up the back of his neck and that, you know what I mean? You just start to think what, what is the mentality of a person who would do that to themselves. Well, the mentality of you would be somebody who's completely no, narrow-minded. No, what I'm trying to say... Well, no, no, well, hang on, Paulie, for a second. You're saying, Keith, she's narrow-minded, but I'm going to read out the Garda code here. Now, this is to be a member of Angarda Shia Khan, right? The current Garda dress code states that tattoos on the face or visible above the collar are not permitted. The Garda press office yes. have said that this policy is in place to maintain a professional image throughout the force. Now, if they're saying that's the policy to maintain a professional image, I assume they mean by that that if you do have tattoos above the neck uh, or on the face, it's not professional. And they also yes. said at present, uniform guardy can grow beards. Detectives who dress or cannot grow beards, sorry, cannot grow beards. Um, uh, detectives who dress in plain clothes for, or for undercover operations are permitted facial hair. Guardy who have any medical issues such as a skin irritation that makes shaving impossible or painful are also granted exemptions. And this is, you have to get permission to grow a beard. So that still stands. You can't grow a beard as a guard of Shikana. And you also can't have visible tattoos because it makes you look unprofessional. Yeah, so now, Keith, why are, are they, so Keith, why are the guards saying that? Well, I wasn't referring to the guards. I was referring no, to I'm just the saying in general, general, if they're saying it looks unprofessional, well, then clearly there is this kind of thinking that it's unprofessional. Yeah, but now having a beard would be kind of like having a half a balacava, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I'd leave, leave, the, leave the beard out for the moment. Yeah. It's a whole different... That was so four years ago, anyway. Uh, sorry, Keith. Getting back, well, to, getting back to that, I mean, why are the guards saying it looks unprofessional? It, I mean, most people believe it looks unprofessional. Yeah, most people do, but I mean, most people aren't always right either, Noel. No, you know, you're, no you're right, you're right. That's, that, that's an absolute fact. In 2014, Starbucks actually um, allowed their, their staff to actually wear short sleeves and have tattoos as long as they weren't offensive um, or sexually explicit. And for me, I know I actually used this word in your show before, that's progressive. That's exactly what that is. They, it, as long as they're not offensive or, or, or you know, shown any kind of sexually explicit on their arms or on the necks and that kind of stuff, there shouldn't be a problem with them. Um, and people like to wear them. You know, tattoos goes back into, into Greek times, to be perfectly honest. Well, it's but tribal. It's tribal, yeah. It is tribal, yeah, exactly. But they're also arts of expression. So if you see somebody, again, it's just delinquency. It's, oh, you're a scumbag. I look, I get the ones that are out there that have just come out of whatever, you know, prison and they've got the love and the, the little ink marks on the knuckles and that kind of stuff. That's a different kettle of fish. But you can be, you can look professional um, with, with, with tattoos. And they're also a great conversation starter too. I've, I don't have any tattoos, personally, but I've been in places where I've seen people with tattoos and immediately it would be a, converse, a conversation starter. Oh, what's that in your arm? Or what does that represent? And that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, then you get to know somebody. You can't, you generally cannot, and it's wrong to judge anybody no, straight off the bat just because they have a tattoo. I think it's wrong. Yeah, sorry, Angela. Can I just say there that I'm not calling everyone that wears those kind of tattoos a scumbag. No. Let's, let's just get that right. I'm not. No, because they're not scumbags. Most of them are not scumbags. No, 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 no. I have a tattoo. But that's the perception. Ah, jeez, Angela, you've just spent about 20 minutes telling me about tattoos and how you yeah, wouldn't employ somebody. Now you're telling me you have one. The difference is my tattoo is, Where is on it? my back, up by the top of my shoulder. It can never, I actually hid it from my dad. For about 10 years. Right. So it can't be seen. But what I'm saying is when you have tattoos that are up the neck, that are on the knuckles, that are on the hands, that are very visible. And what I don't understand is this girl has, um, she was from Swansea, is it? That's right, yeah. Yeah. 
So she has emailed in complaining about discrimination. But it's all over the internet. Her story went viral on the internet today, yeah, yeah. That, that, like, her parents don't like it. She can't get a job, you know. So why is she continuing to get more of them, so? Does she not want to work? See, well, well, see, well, well, Keith, here's the thing. 60% of employers in a survey said they would be less likely to employ somebody with a visible tattoo. Knowing that, and we know that, that's a fact. And I could tell you that is a fact because I know many people who would have the same opinion. So I, I think that's reasonably accurate. Why, as a young person, would you want to put yourself at a disadvantage by doing it in the first place? Free expression. That's, it's okay, well, you express much. away and then you reduce your chances of getting a job. Why would you want yeah. to do that? <laughs> Why? Why, Keith, would you do that? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, right, for a long time I wanted to get tattoos and it's actually still on my radar. And the only reason I haven't got tattoos up until now was because of my past employment. Was that right, I knew that if, that if I stuck a tattoo <laughs> on, shit would hit the fan. And I'm actually going out now self-employed. And I am getting the tattoo. I'm actually going for a sleeve. I think... I think yeah, go, we go with the sleeve, but would you not end it at the sleeve? Not onto your hand, obviously. You no, I wouldn't put it on the hand. Sleeve. No, and I, and I wouldn't put it on the hand. And I would go for a sleeve, and that's it. But I wouldn't be going for the whole mom thing and the love heart and the bone arrow going through, all that kind of stuff. Ah, thing. Jesus, but no, the snake with the, the dagger and all that kind of girl, yeah. But I do think there are people out there who, that do have tattoos and they are seriously creative, artistic. A lot of work goes into them. A lot of I'm delighted. I know people have paintings hanging on their wall. There's a lot of work went into them. Yeah, but it's just my body brother, art. And it's how like, people no, want to express themselves. Brother. I generally don't think there's anything wrong with it. And, that's, and I said, I don't... Okay, no, 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 I, I, I get that. Okay, so, yeah, but Angela, just stay there just for a second because I want to go to Ashley. She doesn't have much time. Ashling, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Ashley? Hi, Niall, how are you? Good, Ashling. I mean, knowing that, well, this story went viral today on the internet, this girl, Claire Shepard from Swansea, who only had a job for a half an hour until they found out she had visible tattoos. Uh, but knowing that 60% of employers wouldn't hire or are less likely to hire somebody with a visible tattoo, why would a young person get tattoos? Now, you've 19 of them. Yeah, so when I was 18, I actually got my first tattoo. It was quite small, it's on my wrist. Okay. Long as they're wearing long sleeves, you can't see it. But I think that there, it's quite an old kind of stigma, an old, outdated view that tattoos are unprofessional. Like, Absolutely. it depends on what you're getting now. Some of them can be, you know, very in your face, like things that your people are associating with, prison tattoos, etc. They're the type of things that would be, I suppose, unprofessional if you go into a, a workplace, but nice, kind of well-done, artistic ones, which are what I have, like, they would be quite... Uh, have you got any that are visible? Yeah. Have you any visible ones? Um, if you looked at me with what I'm wearing right now, you wouldn't really see them. But if I was wearing short sleeves or a skirt or a dress, then you can see probably most of them. Okay, so you have them on your legs, on your arms, body, yeah. everywhere, yeah? Yeah. So and are you planning on getting more of them? Yeah, like eventually I would love to have my whole body covers really. Ah, now. So I'm, like, how old are you, Ashling? 25. See, oh my God, Ashley, you know, no, <laughs> leave her alone. Uh, wait, 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 see, here's what I'm thinking, Ashley, right? If you were my daughter, and you're, you're young enough to be my daughter, but if you were my daughter, I would be saying, I wouldn't be giving out to you. I'd be saying, okay, you know, that's, that's lovely, that's what you want to do, that's fine. But what I'm saying to you is, I want you to have a good job in life, right? And I want you to have a good career in life. And through no fault of yours, other people judge people with tattoos. I don't, but other people do. And I would say, why would you restrict your possibilities in life of employment by getting a tattoo? It's visible. But you, no, but you, Keith, you are. Because I can tell you, the, the survey clearly states it. And I know employers yeah, who frown upon are. people with tattoos. You are if you're dependent on somebody employing you. Why well, well Ashley, I'm sure is. Well, hang on, let Ashley finish what I asked. Let Ashley answer the question. Ashley, why, you know, if I was asking you as a father, why would you do that and restrict your possibilities of employment, knowing what you know, why would you do it? So, just about the, the whole job thing, like, I am currently studying to uh, be a lawyer in the future, and I know that's a very... Um, a lawyer? Like, yeah. Okay. Hopefully. So, um, that's obviously a very uh, professional... Absolutely. And by the way, I wish you all the luck in the world, Ashling. but I've been in the courts many times because I'm going through a divorce at the moment. I've been in the courts many times. I've seen barristers, judges, solicitors. I have never seen one with visible tattoos. Yeah, exactly, yeah. visible ones. So, and I know and I completely understand that employers want to employ people with tattoos, which, again, I don't necessarily agree with. I think it's discriminatory. But uh, until the point where hopefully I retire from being a lawyer, I would refrain from getting them on my neck and hand, like visible places like that you would see when you're in a courtroom, just mm-hmm. on that basis. But if there was no um, 
like issue or stigma around it, then I would 100% have no issue getting them. But because of that, I obviously, until that point comes, I would refrain from it, but only on the basis that there is going to be a, a stigma around it for now. And hopefully in the future that there will be a slight change around that. So people aren't judging people based on their looks. I think it should come down to your ability to do a job and how professional you can be doing that job, not on how you look. Okay, uh, well, I, well, hang on. An- Angela, you wanted to say something to Ashley there. When she mentioned she wanted to get her whole body done, you nearly collapsed. What, what was what's oh, the problem? I did. <laughs> I did. Not the whole body, you know. Like, let's say my brother, right? My brother has sleeves. Um, he has tattoos. He's He's got a good few tattoos. But none that are visible. He's in an office job. He's, you know, he's an aircraft mechanic and he's working in an office now at the moment. And they're covered, so they can't be seen, and that's fine. But I would just think that, and and I I really wish you the best of luck in life, um, Ashley. But I can tell you, like I'm in my forties, so I'm not an old one. But if I um, ah, you are a bit of an old one, in fairness. Ask my bit, but um, <laughs> nearly not over the hill. I'm just over the. I'm not the hill yet. Okay, but. If I if I walked into a solicitor's office and they were sitting there and had tattoos up their neck and around their hands and everything, no way. It just it, that's just. Would you honestly? Would you? So opinion. you would judge them? You would think that ta- that tattoo? I was going to say that solicitor is not as good as another solicitor because they have tattoos. I just don't think it would look professional. And, and see, here's the problem. And Keith, going back to what I was saying to you a few minutes ago, it doesn't matter whether Angela is right or wrong. It's irrelevant. The point yeah. is, that's the way she thinks. And that's the way a lot of people think. And I mentioned yeah. today, for example, you're in a expensive jewellers <laughs> and you're buying an expensive ring for your missus or something like that. And you're both looking at this beautiful diamond ring and the girl in the shop or the guy in the shop is showing you the ring on their finger and all you see is these black stars or something or a snake coming down their hand. And black nail polish. Or whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're, you're looking... Yeah. I mean, okay. if you're a snob and you're buying some expensive diamond ring for 15 or 16 grand, you're looking at this going, oh, I'm not going to buy it off her. Look at the state on her hand. Look at the state of her hands. And a lot of people think like that. It's unfortunate that we live in a society in the 24th century that people still think like that. It really and truly is. And I just think that this country on the whole, I've said this before, we're so far behind. We really and truly are. We shouldn't be looking at people like that at all. I get it. There are ones out there that do look tacky, that do look dirty, that show signs, evidence that you are in prison or whatever the case may be. Oh, that's the but dot on the eye. That's the dot on the eye, yeah. Oh, the yeah, dot on the eye. There is all that kind of stuff out there. Is that it? By the way, go, let me go back to the dot on the eye. Was that a thing? There was a thing called, it was called Joy Eye. Uh, that's what they used to call it because if you were in Mount Joy you got this and who gave they gave the tattoo to themselves didn't they yeah their their inmates used to give it to each other that's it yeah Yeah, it was just like it was like a stamp yeah like a stamp yeah yeah Yeah. the Joy it was a great thing to be in in the 80s you were not looking for the Joy and you came out with that you were a tough guy like you know oh right okay and then the other ones they used to do back in the 80s where they put the the, the words war on their fingers or (laughs) love and hate yeah a lot of them still do yeah. If, you, if, if you see that, you don't buy from a jeweller. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's going to rob your money. If I walked into a solicitor's office and I seen a guy with a tattoo kind of coming down his neck a little bit or on his arm, I'd be thinking, this is a fella now that has a pair of balls that's going to represent me rather than just take my cash and be a yes or a no or a three bags full or in front of the judge. Why do you, so why like, do you think, the, when you look at the statistics, right? We talked to a chap today from uh, Dundrum, uh, a clinic in Dundrum and his job is take, removing tattoos. They're busier than ever. There's, according to statistics, more people are having tattoos removed than getting them on. So why are people getting them removed so much and regretting it 10 years, 20 years later, if they're such a wonderful thing? Well, I, I think well, we've seen this on, on Channel 4 there a few years back, you know, the tattoos. They had a documentary on people going in and getting tattoos and they were silly tattoos and gimpy tattoos of Bart Simpson on their arse and all that kind of stuff going on. Like, you know, so... And then the same thing, a lot of people get tattoos young because they're sheep. They just follow what their friends are doing. And then they get their girlfriend or their ex-boyfriend's name. So even though he's saying that he's doing more removals, what kind of removals is he doing? Are they girlfriends and boyfriends' names? Are they, you know... Misspelled names or something. Misspelled names. Or, <laughs> you know, people got shit tattoos 10, 15, 20 years ago, to be fair. Like, but if you look at the standard of tattoo artists that's out there now... I mean, some of the some of the work is incredible. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not suggesting it is, and these artists are brilliant at what they do. There is yeah. no doubt they're brilliant at what they do. Absolutely, but I think. But on your body, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but that's what I mean. I think the reason a lot of them are getting removed is because they're silly tattoos, misspellings. Uh, tattoos have gone wrong. You see a lot of people going over to Ibiza and Greece and everything else and getting tattoos that look absolutely horrendous. A friend of mine got a tattoo there six, seven years back. It was like a script, and by the time it actually settled and he took the cling film off and everything else, oh, man, it was it was. Ashling told me a story there. She was away in holidays uh, many years ago. And it was that was you, wasn't it? Last thing, yeah. She met this guy, you know, just out a few beers, met this guy, and he was pissed out of his head. And he liked her so much. Now, she didn't go out with him or anything like that, <laughs> but he liked her so much. He got her name tattooed. Where, oh, did, he get, where did he get the name tattooed at? Oh, hang on, I just switched it on there. Hang on. Hang on, let me see. Where did he get it? To, he, well, can I just point out, I don't know if he liked me or not. He was a mad yoke, and he just said, he <laughs> had this bet with me, and he goes, I'm going to get your, your name tattooed on my bum. I was like, you are not oh. going out of that. Anyway, off he went. That was fine. And he came back, whatever, half an hour, an hour later. I kid you not, having Asho and a love heart on his bum. <laughs> and I am still, the thing is, you know the way that like you, when you go on holidays and you, you be Facebook friends with these people, right? And then yeah. afterwards you come back, that's grand. You don't even know them. But they, he keeps popping up every now and again. I think, and he has a girlfriend now and everything. And I think. Has he still got Asho on his arse? Does she look at his bum <laughs> going, who the hell is Asho? Asho. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or if Rasho's not there, there's a white mark where he had it removed. So because that was the, that was the only way to get them removed years ago was with skin grafts. Now they they're a bit better at removing them. So you know. the best the best thing about that story is we are all now going to call Ashling Asho Ashling. All right, well, hang on for a second. Let me go to Bridget as well. Bridget, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Bridget? Hi, Bridget. How are you? <laughs> you're, you're, you're Bridget, I'm Niall. <laughs> Bridget, I mean, do you think it discriminates against people not to hire them? 60% of employers wouldn't hire somebody or are less likely to hire them if they have tattoos, visible tattoos. Absolutely. And I just want to talk about the concept of professionalism because years ago, women weren't considered as professional in an office. You know, we weren't respected so it's kind of the same thing if you think about it with tattoos. The reason that we are now in offices is because people are more open-minded. People are more accepting. People are saying, you know what, we're all equal here. I just don't really understand how having an expression of basically art on your skin should define whether you are competent enough or capable to carry out a job. You know? Absolutely. Well, okay, and, and I'm not disagreeing with you because yeah. I'm sure you are quite capable of carrying out a job if you have tattoos and it shouldn't make a difference. No more than yeah. the colour of your skin makes a difference, your gender makes a difference. All of those things shouldn't make a difference. But yeah. unfortunately, they do. And when we look at the Garda website, for example, on Garda Shikana, and you want to be a guard, you cannot have a visible tattoo because it's yeah. the policy that you must, and, and I'm quoting from it, you must look professional. So they clearly mean that if you have a tattoo, you're unprofessional. So but why? the reason, I think what we need to be looking at is why, you know? Why do we think in this way? As Making you said that. about the government... The society we have today is very judgmental. It's very suppressing, and it's, it always has been like that. People are very afraid to express themselves. As you said, your unpopular opinion a few minutes ago, which I completely agreed with, with COVID and everything, people are afraid to come out and say these things. So you're saying, why should people get tattoos if they know that they're going to be discriminated against? Why shouldn't people get tattoos? But well, well, the point, no, the point I was making to Ashling, who was on a few minutes ago, a young girl, and I was saying if she was my daughter, I would say, yeah. why would you? Because whether I like it or not, there is a yeah. stigma, and there are people who judge. So why would you want to limit your possibilities of employment by getting a tattoo? Now she said she was going into law. I have yeah. never seen a barrister or a solicitor or a judge in the courts with a visible tattoo of their neck and hand. The that's the path. Like. I, I can't see that changing, to be honest with you, Bridget. Yeah, we need, to, we need sure, to break I'm the sure there's That's been a the lot problem. of things in history that we said, you know what, this is never going to change. If you don't have the willingness to try something different, to do what you believe in and go against societal norms, I don't think anything would ever change in all of our history. So, Absolutely. That's you know? Mm-hmm. Angela, you've been listening there. Bridget makes, she's a rock of sense. Um, but, you know, <laughs> she believes it's part of progression, it's part of how we evolve as human beings and a society yeah. and we need to just get over ourselves and move on. 
no more than, you know, I mean, it's very similar. She's right into the way we, we kind of didn't accept women in the workplace for many, many years. And we thought for some reason that yeah. women weren't as good as men at doing certain things. Uh, very, the very same way that black people were discriminated against for years. Exactly, so people were discriminated exactly. based on the colour of their skin. There's no difference. What Bridget is saying is that we should be all treated equal, even if you want to put a bit of art, artwork on well, your neck we, or hands. we should. But, like, as you said, why should my opinion have to be changed? Because... Well, I you said you were in a restaurant and saw the woman who served you and she had tattoos and... and um, now, I do understand the piercings to some degree. There could be some hygiene issue in a restaurant. Yeah. I know in re- most restaurants, they'll ask you to cover them with a plaster or something. So that's a completely different issue. But with, with, yeah. the, with the, the artwork she had in her, you said you weren't happy with that. I just wasn't. I thought... In one way, it was very distracting. It didn't. It actually. It but didn't why? look hygienic, as you say, as you said. It didn't even look hygienic. It but didn't. Why, can I just ask a question? Why should your opinion dominate the opinion of anyone else? Why should your opinion that you don't like a tattoo override the opinion of a person of a person of equal rights? that they do like a tattoo, why should you determine if they get a job or not? Well, I don't determine that. But obviously, as Niall has said, 60% of employers don't agree, wouldn't hire somebody like that. Or less likely to so, hire them, yeah. Or less likely to hire them. So my life... But the reason, is, yeah, but the reason I suppose they're less likely to hire them is because they have customers who come in who might have the opinion that you have. And that's why yeah. they're less likely to do it. Yeah, but uh, th- th- like that, I am totally entitled to my opinion. About oh, no, you, you absolutely are entitled no, to your opinion. No, of course, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, why should people suppress themselves and not get tattoos? Because other people do not like them. And I understand that the majority of companies and the statistics are telling you that, no, you shouldn't get that. But I think if you think in a broader perspective at the Irish culture in general, it's quite suppressing. And throughout the years with the Catholic Church and women, and you can think of all these things. Why would people be happy to live in suppression of their identity? Why not just express yourself and... Just be happy with that because I just don't understand. Yeah, but okay, and, and I'm with you, Bridget. But yeah, but hang on, hang on, Angela, for a second. I'm with you, Bridget. But how far do you take that? You know, I mean, for example, there are tribes in Africa. I watched them on a documentary one night where they put these kind of plates in their lips, right? And yeah. they, and, and that's a tribal thing, right? And that's where tattoos yeah. come from. Tattoos are tribal as well, and mm-hmm. piercings are tribal, by the way, as well. They all come from. Uh, they stem back to their origins. Stem back yeah. to you know tribes in Africa and places like that, of course, because that's where we all came from initially. But if somebody walked up to you in a restaurant to save your dinner and they had a big piercing in their lip and their lip was hanging down with a big hole in it, I think a lot of people would find it very off-putting. So there has to be a limit as well. There is an acceptable normality, isn't there? There's always an acceptable normality. Yeah, I totally agree. But it's also on perspective as well. You're saying that that's the normality. And yes, it is the normality of our culture at the moment. And it's generally the older audience that don't like the tattoos, they don't like the piercings. The younger audience like me, we do. We don't... How old are you, by the way? How old are you? I'm 22. Do you have tattoos? I don't, no. So I'm not exactly over the hill. Sorry, Keith, what are you trying to say there? This this country, Ireland on the whole, has said this before, we are far from progressive. We really, truly are. I, I, yeah. I think I think we're decades behind. Oh, you know, I, I completely disagree with you, to be honest with you, no, Keith. Ireland, well, hang on. Ireland was way behind going back 40 years ago, right? Way behind, yeah, yeah. okay? But I think Ireland has progressed over the last 20 years. Because obviously I've been around for 57 of those years. Over the last 20 years, Ireland has progressed faster than any other country in the world, probably. I would say we're way... I mean, we were the first country uh, under our constitution to recognise marriage equality. You know, I mean, we were no, we were the last country to recognise, one of the last countries in Europe, certainly, to recognise abortion and the rights to a woman. But, uh, but, but in saying that, we have progressed very quickly. Yeah. I mean... I'm sorry, I think you can say that, that in the majority, everyone voted for the marriage. But it yeah. really... There's a difference between what people say in public to what people think when they're indoors and what they say to each other indoors. I think Ireland is a very kind of 
gossiping society. Oh, it's a very mm, judgmental. Yeah. Yeah, what is your neighbor doing? Did you hear about your neighbor? Oh, did you hear they're going against what we believe? Did you hear about your woman down the road? She's only 17 and she's pregnant. I feel yeah, like we're it. all <laughs> very nice to each other until you try to do something different. And then that's when the issue comes in. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh, hold on just for a second. Sorry, Bridget, because I, I need to wrap this up in a second. I want to bring Neve in as well. Neve, you're on Classic Kids. Hey, you, Neve. Neve, you there? Oh, where's Neve? Neve. Oh, oh she must be on line. Oh, sorry, you're on the wrong line there. Sorry, sorry about that, Neve. Uh, Neve. Um, How could you do that to me? Put me on the wrong line. I don't know, Neve. I just that wasn't my fault. You can blame Ashling for that, by the way. It wasn't nothing to do with me. No, don't blame poor Ashling. No, she she has written down Neve line one. Yeah, now thank you, Ashling. You can go off now. And she 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 was arguing me here. No, I did it right. I did it right. We did. She didn't actually. Sorry. I've been laughing um, at the comments there because I just think it's um, hilarious some of the things that have come out. Um, when I was 22, I'd have had the same opinion as that girl uh, that's on right now. Who bridges? There's a time. And Who bridges or, I, or Angela? Which which uh, one? The young, the last speaker there. Bridges. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, there's a time and a place. There's etiquette in particular industries, and for your face has to be clear of makeup, earrings to look uh, any face any piercings whatsoever on your face in hotel industry for the simple reason... Uh, no, I've seen women in hotel industry wearing makeup on the front of de- front desk. You shouldn't in restaurants. In restaurants? Yeah, you should not have any... Makeup. ...hanging from your face or makeup and the same in the kitchen. I wouldn't disagree with you about etiquette, for example. If you're going, if you're a minister and you're going into the doll, you should be wearing a suit if you're a man and you should be well-dressed if you're a woman. You don't go in like you're going to a nightclub. The reason for not having makeup or anything dangling from your face is... Okay, yeah, but a, but a tattoo is not dangling from you. No, no, I didn't mention tattoos. Oh, okay. I mentioned piercings. Oh, piercings. But tattoos, a uh, sleeve has to be covered for... Or show in a hotel, you can have tattoos, but they're frowned on in in five star hotels and four star hotels. Okay, and the point Bridget is making is that we need to get over ourselves and stop frowning on them. Not necessarily. Why? They're, they're, they, if you're, if you're, you can be professional with your tattoos. I have worked with people that have tattoos, and they're pretty fine. They're pretty okay. While you're at work, cover them up. What you do in your own time, that's fine. I have no problem with tattoos. While you were, I'm, Bri- I'm not going to argue for Bridget. She's still there. She can argue with herself. Why should, if she did oh, have tattoos, why should she cover oh, them up? Hang on, hang on. That's in hotels. If you're out, uh, then there's a place for tattoos. The gym, most, uh, most. The gym. Uh, <laughs> the gym, most guys that are. A nightclub or the beach. No, no. I'm talking about. Uh, guys that are uh, gym instructors, and they, they and it's a showcase to show to show off their um, tattoos, wears, um, and because they can do it, uh, there's a time and a place. If you if you want, to okay. Well, 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 let me just put that to Bridget. Bridget, is that a fair point? There's a time and a place. In other words, no. there's a, there's an etiquette for everything. And we talked about etiquette a while ago when we were talking about government buildings. That when you, if you're a minister or a TD, you don't walk into government buildings with jeans and a t-shirt on. You put a suit on and you look well. The same you go to court, you dress for the judge. You don't walk in looking like you're going to a nightclub. You, you put a nice pair of slacks on or a blouse or whatever it is. You look well because that's the, the etiquette that's expected of you. That's There's nothing wrong with etiquette. No, I totally agree with that point of view. I just don't agree what she said with you should be wearing no makeup because as far as I'm concerned, the way the capitalism has progressed through advertising, through societal norms, I'm pretty sure women no, in particular do feel Hang on, Bridget, let her finish. Or sorry, I'm Neve. pretty sure women do feel pressured to wear makeup in work to be seen as professional, to be seen as well-kept, to be seen as, you know, etiquette for the job. And I totally agree. It's not professional to be going into a job with stains on your clothes, with holes in your clothes. There is a time and a place, and you're totally right. I don't disagree with that at all. But I think that with makeup, with tattoos, they don't define how capable you are of doing the job. They don't define how you speak. They don't define how you think. They don't really have an impact on anything in that regard. 
So I'm just a little bit confused as to why someone would be seen as incapable, incompetent, unprofessional by essentially a line of ink on their face. And I know it's obviously a very young Mm. thing for me to say, oh, it's only ink on their face. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. Rationally. Can, I, can I ask so, you a question, Bridget? Sorry, because I don't have much time. But I want to go back to yeah. something you spoke about a second ago. Yeah. There was an article in the paper going back about three years ago. I remember covering it on the show. And it was a woman who had gone for a job uh, as a receptionist in a five-star hotel. And she got yeah. the job in the interview. She looked great and she got the job. And they, they liked her, the cut of her jib, as they say. And they hired her. And she came in on the Monday morning and she had no makeup on her. Yeah. And they told her to go off and get some makeup. And mm-hmm. there was a whole hullabaloo about it. It was in the papers at the time and everything else. And we had women's organisations and feminists going mad saying this is the pressure that's put on women. But yeah. at the time, a lot of people made a very logical argument that he hired her, not just for how good she was at administration, but on her, on her appearance. Because appearance in some jobs is also a good thing too, particularly if you're talking about a reception of a hotel or, you know, in a restaurant. People are hired because of their appearance. They always say that good-looking people will get better jobs in life. So... Okay. In saying that, is there anything wrong with pressuring a woman in that situation to wear, say, the airlines had a big issue there going back years ago about wearing a skirt, uh, yeah. to, to look a certain way, to wear makeup? Absolutely. Uh, you think there's I something think- wrong? So, I mean, so if I was an employer and, and you come in and I hired you and you had lovely makeup on you and you were going to be, you know, my receptionist and I thought, God, she looks brilliant now, she looked good in front of the house and you arrived in a Monday and you would no makeup on and I said to you, go home and get makeup, you think that would be wrong? That is absolutely such an immoral thing to do. I think people are so insecure. People generally find it very hard to love themselves, especially with social media. We're always comparing each other. We're always judging each other. It's very hard for someone in this day and age to feel comfortable in their own skin. And I actually think it takes a lot of courage, especially for a woman, to go into work with no makeup on. So for someone to look you in the face, in your natural skin, that is the way you were supposed to look. You have no cosmetics on. You are essentially rejecting the view that capitalism has put on you, that you need makeup to look beautiful. You need makeup to be accepted into society. You need makeup to... To be attractive. To men. Yeah, exactly. Well, now, now to be fair, so now, I, I, now say, well, yeah. hang on for a second, Bridget, don't, let's not make it sexist, because when you say yeah, to no, appeal to not. men, I think women wear makeup for women as well. They make it to look good with other women or, you know, are, are comparing themselves to other women. So when you look at all these young girls, for example, on Instagram, giving lessons on how to, you know, do shading and makeup and all that kind of stuff, I generally believe they're not doing that to impress men. They're doing it no, to impress each I'm other. Not, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying... A woman can decide to wear makeup because of any reason. It doesn't matter. If she wants to wear makeup, she wants to wear makeup. And it doesn't really matter why. But for someone to look at her and say, you are not good enough for this job and I will not accept you in this office looking the way you do naturally, what gives them the right to tell someone that they are not good enough without these cosmetic, these materialistic items on their face? I just think that is... Totally wrong. Okay, well, just stay there for a second, Bridget, because Ashling, my producer, is just joining the studio. Ashling, do you feel pressure? Well, hearing classic hits, you clearly don't, because I've seen you loads of times with no makeup. <laughs> I know. So, but I mean, do you feel, do you, like if we have, say, a classic hits out, outside broadcast, for example, yeah. and you would go to those to set up, you know, the technical end of it. And yeah, help well, the back in the day, day it would have, yeah. Yeah, well, well, when we did outside broadcast yeah. before COVID came along. Yeah. Did you feel pressure to put makeup on? Well, there would be an expectation that, you know, it would never be said to you, obviously not, but it would be yourself that you need, look, you're representing a brand, so therefore you would... Oh, I'm not going to say expect because that sounds wrong. But yes, I would be. I would be. So it's a societal expectation more so than a company expectation. Yeah, well, I suppose it depends about ways. I think. I think when it comes to wearing makeup, personally myself, obviously I can't speak for every woman. Uh, I love wearing makeup. I love. Do you? Because I've worn makeup for obviously when my appearances on television. Yeah. And for the, I can't wait to get it off me. It's a horrible feeling to have it on your face. No, look, I love wearing it because it's a way of expressing myself in a certain, certain way. And you can't go anywhere these days, so wearing makeup into work is something that I'm like, oh, I'll just do it. Um, but then again, I don't feel pressure to wear it either in work I, I, I'll happily not wear it when you say are you social do you think you're socially conditioned just to wear it of course sure if it wasn't for society we wouldn't have makeup we wouldn't have this whole idea that women wear makeup and men don't mm-hmm. do you know so yes of course I am I'm, I'm totally I'm seeing more men making makeup nowadays no know? but I of course I am I'm a, I'm a product of our 
society. I'm a product of, yeah. I, are I, you, Bridget, are you a product of society? Do you wear makeup generally, Bridget, yourself? Oh, she gone. Bridget, are you there? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Bridget, do you wear makeup yourself? I recently, I actually have been trying actively not to, but I did a lot in the past because I just felt like I wasn't good enough without it. Which is exactly what that, that, that's confirming when that's they horrible, don't isn't it? That, yeah. I think that's really sad that but people feel that I could. I mean, but that's, but, that's the reality. And when you don't wear makeup, you can be assured there is going to people. There's going to be people that comment on your appearance, just yeah. like that man said to that woman. And I go home and I sit there and I look in the mirror at my bare face, my natural face, and all I can think about is, you know what, this isn't good enough. I need to cover this up. So yeah, that, I don't really know what message that's trying to say. Uh, appearance is important. I think it's really about accepting people and letting them be the way they are because essentially you putting all these norms, you putting all these rules and regulations, you're suppressing people, you're forcing them to act in a way that they don't want to act and you're telling them to be someone that they don't want to be. I remember that famous scene, do you remember that famous scene from Sex and the City? Carrie was in bed with some guy on a one night stand. Right. And before he woke up in the morning, she jumped out of bed, ran into the bathroom, got her makeup on, fixed her hair, got back into bed again and pretended to be asleep and wake up beside him. But I know a lot Mm. of girls growing up that did that also. I know, you know, I'm at an age now where, you know, I'm 32. I don't feel the need to, I suppose, impress men anymore like I would have been back in the day. I don't feel as impressionable as I probably was back in the day. And I am happy within my own skin. Now, that's not to say that I wasn't when I was younger, but there was a certain thing, like Bridget said, to feel the need to conform, to feel you look at these billboards you look at the models you look at all the rest of it and you want to look like them you want to emulate them because you want to be attracted you want well this is what I said to Bridget it's more about women wanting to look like women rather than trying to impress men no you also want to be you also want men to be attracted to you as you as well I think you women are mad sometimes because when we when we talk about say size and you know women trying to be this kind of hourglass figure or whatever it is I mean, sorry, David is here as well. Uh, my assistant producer tonight, researcher. David, I mean, are you attracted to a woman because she looks has an hourglass figure and wears loads of makeup? Or are you just attracted to a woman because she looks nice? Because she looks nice. I, I don't think it, it comes but down to... But define nice, though. Like, yeah. What is, what is nice to you? Is it a woman that has freckles on her face? She has spots on her face? She has... I, I don't, I don't particularly like... care. I don't. I, I, a nice woman to me is a woman who it's makes me laugh, who's intelligent. Well. I'm attracted to but her intelligence, and I'm attracted so you're to. You're not her. attracted to her looks. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not going to say I'm not attracted. Of course, you want somebody who you. If it's a relationship, you want to be sexually attracted to the woman as well. Yeah. That's all part of it too. So you do yeah. want to be attracted somewhat to somebody's looks. But everybody's view on what looks sexy or what looks attractive is slightly yeah. different and I think women have a very preconceived and, and sometimes a very juvenile notion of what men find attractive I know but, but that's w- not women that find that yeah. you're saying you women are crazy it's the men that are putting that pressure on the women to look like I don't, yeah. I don't think I, so Bridget I think, no, I think I just, it's women that put that pressure on women I really do no. <laughs> can I just can put I, your hand up there Ashley no, put your hand up I just like to point out something you know where is the guys Niall you're saying this and, and David can say this like with all all due respect, you have no idea what it's like being a woman. Yeah, and you've no idea that... It's the, easy for you to say it's cra- you're crazy, yeah. women. You're crazy. And, it, and it's easy yeah, for you... You probably to... look at women and you probably don't even look at the women that are naturally... You know, they're naturally no makeup. Like, yeah. you are just looking at it from a very... No, I look at my partner. I, I see my partner regularly with no makeup and I think she's beautiful. No, I'm and sure that's... You do. And I, that, and that what did great. you say, Bridget? I'm sure you do. Yeah, like, okay, and so I, I thought you said dippity do. No, <laughs> and that is great to hear. And don't get me wrong, there's many men that think like that. Yeah. But growing up as a woman, we get shown all these kind of things. And for you to turn around to me and tell me, well, I think women look great no matter what shape or size, or for David to say whatever, or if it doesn't matter what any man says, it still doesn't stop our heads because we are bombarded from the time we are so small. Mm. In magazines, in Disney, or wherever it's it is. It's a societal but, thing. Yeah, it is a societal a thing. But, but yeah, yeah. But, but and these magazines, right? And they're using magazines like the Cosmopolitans of this world, all those kind of magazines, who generally, by the way, have female editors, uh, who are basically uh, targeting their magazines, these makeup and clothes, at women. And these are women targeting women. Of course, it, and it perpetuates the women the are so vulnerable. Yeah. 
Like, look, I've turned around to you today. I love wearing makeup, right? Why do I love wearing makeup? Because I've probably been told I am literally a product of that society. You're I am a some... product of capitalism. capitalism exactly. But she's not wearing, I mean, not wearing any makeup tonight. I'm wearing a bit. Like... wear makeup in order to be beautiful. We need to use shampoo and conditioner in order to hide. Yeah, you do. Now, now with the greatest. Use... <laughs> Bridget, <laughs> Bridget, stop for a second. You do need to use shampoo to, to clean your hair. Do we Yes, Bridget, are you a hippie? <laughs> Bridget, you need to use shampoo to clean your hair. But it is, and I'll be the first I one. I don't to, know. I'll be the first one to say that I will buy the most expensive skincare stuff if it's going to tell me. Do you me buy mad expensive shampoo? I buy cheap shampoo. That does me fine. Oh, I'm a sucker for it. I am. And like, am I a problem? Yes, I am. And shampoo I, is just <laughs> it's just washing but, up liquid that smells nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not nice. Disgusting altogether. But it is, and it's very easy. Men will never know. And I, I know that sounds so ridiculous and I'm being really sexist here but you will never know what it's like and, to be a woman and can I equally well. say you will never know that there's pressure there's or different not, types of pressures on I'm, men by the I way I totally Absolutely. agree with you and yeah. I, I like I said I can, I'll never know what that's like I can't emulate it I have no idea but yet I'm not going to turn around to you and tell you well you're just being stupid because yeah, I don't care exactly. I'm never going to do that I will listen to your things and I will go Jesus that, that is awful you often copy stupid awful. <laughs> I know yeah but that's a different thing and can I also point out Niall just, I know we're going to wrap this up now but, ah stop she's on a roll now about, I know you're going to be stressed you won't stop me but you've said to me before I've come in here without my makeup on and you look to me and you go just you, you look different today I've had <laughs> no, no no hang on hang on you have no no hang no, on not in a bad way but uh, what did you say hang on Bridget what did you say Harassment in the workplace. <laughs> <laughs> but you ha- we no, love each other to bits. You never way. say that. I've had, I've had bo- my boss turn around to me and go, Chase, you look very tired today. And I'm going, oh, I've just had no makeup on. <laughs> but hang on, I've often had my boss say to me, you look very tired no, course, today. Or you look a bit different but today. But it's only when I don't tired? wear makeup, that's when I get those comments. Yeah, you no, don't get those but comments. But hang on, I, you look like I remember time. two weeks ago I did say, <laughs> I remember two weeks ago saying to you, you look a bit different. And you had, Told me you changed your makeup, right? That you changed the makeup you Whatever used. Whatever it is, yeah. But yeah, but so it made you look different. So I was just, I was actually complimenting you. <laughs> I don't know if it was a compliment. <laughs> I, I was. Com- there I yeah. do compliment you sometimes. I need, to, I need to teach you how to compliment. No woman is going to take different as a compliment. Put it that way. Like I've often said to women, you know, that's a nice dress. You know what I mean? That's a nice, whatever, they're nice. That's a nice suit. I hate that word nice as well. I wow. Hate that's I what I'm saying. You've often said to me that they're nice. That's a I nice know, that's coat. that's lovely on you. That's a nice jacket no, on you. No, I say that's lovely on you. Yeah, what's wrong with that? There's no harm in complimenting each other, making each other feel good, is there? No, I'm saying nice. As, anyway, it just look. depends on Harassment when... in the workplace. <laughs> Bridget, you're mad. <laughs> it depends on when a woman is complimented. Is she only complimented when she's wearing the dress? Is she only complimented when she's wearing the makeup? Well, I'm not going to compliment her when she looks like trash walking through the door. See that now, British? <laughs> he's just literally... <laughs> you have so, okay, that. we're only having fun. I hope, you're wearing, I hope you're wearing a lovely uh, face and makeup and a lovely dress there. Oh, no, I'm not actually. I'm wearing a dress, scraggy pair of jeans. British, and I tell you one thing, he's not. The shirt <laughs> isn't even ironed. My hair needs, my hair needs a wash crazy, with some good yeah. shampoo and conditioner at the moment. I'd say he hasn't showered in a week. And he's telling you that you look sick without makeup. Oh, yeah. These are, Bridget, these are the joys of working on radio, not on television. You yeah. want to, when I'm on television, see, I'm all suited and booted, you know what I mean? Oh. And then I have my makeup on and my hair all fixed. Yeah. See, and that's the point, Bridget, I made to you. When I go on to television, I have to look a certain way. In radio, it doesn't matter. Nobody sees me. But if I go on to television, I'll wear a suit. And they'll usually put it, I'll be brought inside and some girl or guy will put makeup on me. Uh, obviously because of the lights, the cameras and everything else. And I'll also have my hair looking better too. I'll have me combed nicely and everything else. You know what I mean? So, but that's all part of what we do to impress us. Is that the reason we do it to impress people, isn't it? Well, I guess you're just trying not to be judged by an audience, but yeah, whatever it. you want to believe in. Bridget, it's been lovely talking to you. You're a rock you of sense. Too. All right, you're a good Thanks, crack apart else. All right. Thanks, Bridget. See Thanks, you. Bridget. Bye. Bye. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.